the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. This is You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Yes, we will be broadcasting Christmas Day and New Year's Day, if interested. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a small business, grocery store, liquor store, and having trouble keeping cashiers, you may want to try a self-checkout. Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco use it. Seems to work fairly well. So if you're having issues with with uh, you know the cost of uh, employees... Give them a call at 1-800-540-2149. Jeff or Mark will come out, take a look at your facility, and if their equipment matches up with yours, it's really not as expensive as you would think. It's no more than a cash register. And you'll get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. So take a look. Go to southwestpos.com or just call them at 800-540-2149. And like I said, seven day a week, twenty four hour day service, and I can verify it. I've gone cross country with Jeff, and we've fixed more cash registers on the freeways than you can shake a stick at. This segment's also brought to you by Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you're a hot rodder, you're looking for a looking for someone that'll that'll maintain your hot rod. Maybe you bought it at uh, Barrett, and you're not quite sure what to do with it. Uh, hot Rods and Custom Stuff will definitely take care of you. Full blown paint shop, custom. Builder has won more awards than I care to admit. 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com. All right, well, you know, it's it's the holiday season are kicking in. Kristen wasn't going to be able to be on air. Brian's been out of country for a while, so sometimes he needs to catch up on the vehicles he drives in between his trips. So we're going to have the Dave and Brian show today. So how you doing, Brian? <laughs> the Dave and Brian show. It sounds like a, a 60s uh, TV, TV show. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? It really, it really, it oh, really does. As long as, long as you know, I'm good, brother. I'm good. <laughs> what, 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 are you sit, what are you sitting in this guy? He's, not, he's sounding a little bit off right now. Yeah, it sounds like you're, I'm, I'm, sounds like you're flushing a toilet. Okay, let me try to situation. Yeah, because I can't, yeah, you, I, you cut completely. Well, that sounds a little bit better. Nope. Okay, I'm on my, I'm on my ear. Hold on one second. Take that. Thing I'm, out I'm, of on my, I'm on my ear pods, uh, so let me switch over to you guys and your technology. The, uh, cars, 
Um, hold on one second, Dave. Yes, go right ahead. Um, we have an hour. Yeah, if, if you want to talk about something that you've been behind the wheel of while I... While you work here. Okay, sure. To, in the car, yeah, that, that would be helpful. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I the last hour was four car reviews that I had done, and some of the things that came to mind were, I think, out of the four, three of them were manual transmissions. I thought manual transmissions were going away. But what's a kicker, back in the day, if you bought a car with an automatic transmission, you paid more for the automatic. Now, you pay more for a stick shift, which is kind of kind of ironic. Self-driving, I told you a little bit about that. When I had a Lincoln Navigator, I gave it another try, and I went farther than I've ever want, went with any other car with that system because I wanted to go through some turns. I'm still not there yet. I'm old. I like hanging on to the steering wheel. I'm sorry. It's just, just what I do. So I'm still growing when it comes to that. All right. Are you? How's that? Yeah, you're still having issues, son. Uh-oh, let's see here. Uh, All right, well, you go back. You go back to... Use CarPlay. Have you got the owner's manual out? <laughs> Hold on, Dave. Hold on, sir. Hold on a second. <laughs> it's not a problem. I apologize for this. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm connected. You sound Why fine. Can you not hear you, me? No, 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 no. You sound fine. Can you hear me? I can I can Bear. hear you. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep talking. No, yeah. Test, test, test. One, two, one, two. You sound fine now. You're not getting that. Oh, I see what's happened. Uh, it's AirPods. That's what, that's what happened. Oh, now it sounds be, even better. Yeah, you should be able to hear me now. I switched, it, it switched back to the AirPods for some reason. What are you driving? I'm in a, a 20... I'm in a Audi e-tron GT, RS e-tron GT. It's... It's quite a car, man. I uh, yeah, I get I get one two I get one Tuesday. I don't know how they're going to get it out here that quick, but yeah, I'm I'm going to get one Tuesday. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go back to the. This car recognizes, you know, earpods. No, my phone recognizes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And and why it switched back to them automatically, I don't know. But that was a little, you know. I'm like, what is going on? I heard. I was going to say I it's because it Apple over. controls all. Apple will automatically take uh, see, abundance see, over go, anything. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Apple. Apple hate in the house. <laughs> with the Apple hate. No, it's not Apple hate. It's the truth. <laughs> give me, give me Android, or give me death. You know, <laughs> you are the third. You are the third person that has told me that. You are so you're an are you an Android Auto person? For me? Yeah. No, I'm an Apple person. Oh, okay, okay. But I had three people tell me that they wouldn't they wouldn't use an Apple system if their life depended on it. I I, I don't. Oh I, no. I like mine. No, that's, I was I was I was saying that for Brendan, who said you know who was, who was hating on who was hating on the uh, Apple. Uh, well, Brendan's uh, always hating. You know, I I, I used uh, Samsung phones for a long time. Uh huh. I uh, you know, it's you gotta, you know, when you're when you're a man and you're looking at certain websites on the uh, on the Android system, you know, you, you tend to have some problems with your computer after time. Really? <laughs> so you can you can read in between the lines. Yeah, right. I, I totally get where you. I totally get where you're coming from. So, so you know, 
So have you got a home charger yet? Hey, are you still? Have you got? Apple systems a lot more resistant. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. The Apple systems a lot more resistant to viruses. So yeah, I I bought a MacBook, I bought an iPad, and the you know just it just made sense to get the the Apple phone. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I I have not bought a home charging system yet. I, I have to. I mean, it's coming. You know, I'm in the I'm in the Neutron GT, and I still have 127 miles of range left out of, you know, the, the approximately 240 miles right. that, that it will get you. And you know, I'm going to have to go down the road to um, EVGo. There's a charging station about uh, three miles oh. from my home. Yeah. So I want you to report back on that because I've talked to like Robbie Buell. He's, you know, used to race uh, IndyCar. Now he's working with Ford Motor Company. He went cross-country in a Mach-E. So I interviewed him up in L.A., and we got off air, and we were just shooting the bull. And I said, so how'd the car run? Which I asked him on air, too. He goes, oh, my God, it was phenomenal. And I says, okay, so we get off air. I says, well, that's good, but you seem like there were issues. He says, none of the charging stations, or half of them, weren't working. Now, according to him, he said when the contract was put out to put charging stations in, the people that were going to have them put into their gas stations or parking lots did not want to have to deal with uh, maintenance or service. So he gave me a number of about 80% of them across the United States don't work because there's no service. Um, 80% of charging stations that he encountered don't work. Right. you got to be kidding me. Well, I was shocked. He, I mean, he got stuck in some cities, had to rely on 110. Yeah. So hopefully they're going to resolve that issue because once all these electric cars start hitting, you know, there's better there better be a place that you can charge it up. So I'm, I'm just saying to you, uh, you need to reach out and either have a manufacturer install one in your house because, I, mean, you're, you're, I mean, how many electric cars a week, a month do you drive? Probably one or two. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's starting to become a little bit difficult, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and you uh, need to enhance that. You need to enhance your ability, you know, to, to be able to drive that thing as much as you want and not have to wait, in some cases, two days, three days to get it to charge up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, let's take a break, and you want to come back, and we'll finish up. Because how long have you been in the yes. uh, Audi? A while? Uh, since what? Yeah, since Wednesday. Okay. So I, got, I got some good stories to tell you. Yep. Good, 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 because that way I'll be ready for mine when it comes on Tuesday. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. You're listening to You Ought to Know right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment brought to you by Express Auto Service. Dave and Connie run a little independent shop over at 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. Dave is a phenomenal technician. In fact, his whole team is. They'll work on anything and everything in your garage, plus classic cars, too. He brings one in and goes bumper to bumper. It takes a while, but you get to watch it anyway. So check him out, expressautoservicelamesa.com. All right, we got Brian Armstead back on the line. Brian and I are going to kind of cruise through this hour together. Uh, he's in the, is it the 22 or 23 Audi e-tron uh, GT? Well, it's a, I'm in a 22 model, but uh, okay. the, the, yeah, it's essentially the same vehicle for right. the 2023 um, uh, uh, model year. And I, I need to correct myself. I'm not just in an e-tron GT. 
I'm in an RS, which is the performance oh. version. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I'm sitting I'm sitting here dumbfounded. I'm like, why? Because I went to the consumer website and I looked at the starting price for the e-tron GT. It starts at about $101,000. Mm-hmm. But when you step up to the RS level, it's it's over 140000 So right. there's a big difference in mm-hmm. performance. But I just wanted to run through, you know, Audi has made the, they're, they're going full board towards electrification. Right. By the end of this decade, you, we will not be able to buy an internal uh, combustion engine Audi vehicle. They already have a considerable number of um, of uh, models out there. We have the Q4 e-tron, which starts at 49800 Very good-looking, small, uh, probably mean sport utility vehicle, 265 miles of range. The Q4 Sportback, which kind of has that cockroach look, you know, that, that Mercedes and BMW have with some of their uh, cars. It, it's a slope back. Did you say uh, cockroach? So yeah, water, water. I'm sorry, water bug. Water, <laughs> water bug. bug. They do not. I love that look. You don't like that look? I don't. It looks like water bugs to me. But I grew up in Baltimore. You don't even know what a water bug is. Do you really? No, I know what a water. I know what a when you've had a water bug crawl across your face in the middle of the night. You know what a water. You know what a water bug is. So. Yeah, and everybody that lives around you too. I bet. Exactly, but you know, in the housing project I grew up in, everybody oh. had water bugs crawling across their face. So. Oh. Anyway, back back to, back to the cars. Back to the cars. Um, back to. Uh, I'm just losing my mind today. Uh, the e-tron, which uh, I think is the one that started it all off, uh, starts at seventy thousand dollars, two hundred twenty-six miles of range, and larger. It's a larger sport utility. Then you have the e-tron water uh, sportback, which has my favorite uh, WB uh, styling uh, enhancements, mm-hmm. two hundred twenty-five miles. Then the S model of the e-tron, eighty-eight thousand dollars more performance, two hundred eight miles. But you know, it's a trade-off when you get into the higher performance levels. You, you lose a little bit of um, of range, right? Then you have the S Sports Sportback starts at ninety thousand eight hundred dollars, two hundred twelve miles of range, and then you come to the uh, e-tron GT and the RS GT, and again the e-tron GT uh, starts at one hundred four nine hundred. The one that we are going to talk about today starts at one forty three. That includes the uh, the uh, $1,045 destination charge. Uh, Dave, my car is outfitted in, in red paint. It screams at you. This thing is just absolutely gorgeous. It's called Tango Red Metallic. It's got a black uh, interior with red stitching on the dash. Everywhere you go, you get thumbs up, and you get people who just pull up beside you and they drive alongside you until you accelerate away from them and show them what the e-tron GT can do, the RS model. Mm-hmm. Um, it sits really low to the ground. You know, I'm like 12 feet tall, so climbing in and out of this sucker is a challenge. Then <laughs> uh, the door, you know, when, you, when you're sitting, I'm literally sitting at the, uh, the B pillar in the car. So I'm, I'm kind of behind, you know, the, the aperture of the door. So I have to open the door fully wide and turn, twist left, and pull myself out. Now, this is not a complaint, uh, you know, because I, I can drive the car fine. I wouldn't want to drive it for 500 miles because I just don't have the leg room. But, I mean, this car's not designed for somebody who's six foot nine. 
and it's not designed. The rear seat is definitely not designed for for um, for habitation. If you have a tall driver, now you can get away with moving the front seat, uh, passenger seat up, and have a decent amount of um, leg room for the rear seat passenger. But if you're sitting beside somebody who's tall on the driver's side, it, it essentially is a three-seat car. And if you're tall in the back seat, forget about it because the roof slopes so precipitously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a gorgeous car. I'm not criticizing it at all. Mm-hmm. But it's just not that it's not it's not a family hauler. I mean, forget right. about it. If you want to connect some car seats or anything like that, you know, you can do it. It's a five. It's got five seat seat belts in the car. It's a five seat car. Mm-hmm. But you better be of average height. You better be below six feet tall. Everybody, if you want to have any kind of comfortable ride in this um, in this e truck. But uh, having said that, it gets the equivalent, Dave, of 81 miles per gallon uh, for if you were to, you know, do a comparison with a gasoline-powered car based on range, battery power, and uh, it's it just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dumbfounded by it. Mm-hmm. My car has the carbon fiber package, which includes carbon fiber exterior elements, mirrors, roof panel, Carbon Atlas uh, inlays in the interior. It's got this uh, feature called E-Torque Factoring Plus, which is like an all-wheel drive uh, steering system that can uh, control electric power to each wheel to give you the best um, handling uh, package. Tungsten carbide-coated brake discs. They're ceramic discs, and the calipers have a special pink color. Uh, On the red cars, they don't do the orange on the uh, calipers they do the black mm-hmm. but the uh, standard uh, uh, package has the uh, orange calipers on it the seats are meant for performance driving ripping to death uh, my car has the year one package in it which is a twenty thousand dollar three hundred fifty twenty thousand three hundred fifty dollar package Whoa. which includes 21 inch twin spoke wheels five twin-spoke wheels, summer tires, Audi laser light headlights, uh, black Audi rings and badges, ceramic brakes with red calipers, carbon fiber door sills, carbon fiber exterior mirror mirror housing, carbon fiber fiber side sill inlays, the Dynamica headliner, which is like um, uh, Alcantara post suede, but it feels awesome, looks awesome. Uh, it's also on the steering wheel, uh, leather covered dash doors and um, center console, fine Napa leather seats with honeycomb stitching, matte carbon Atlas inlays, panoramic, uh, I'm sorry, pneumatic side and leg bolsters for the front seats, power steering plus rear wheel steering, as part of that torque vectoring plus that we uh, mm-hmm. talked about, red seat belts and red stitched floor mats. Uh, ventilation and massage for front seats, and it includes the Audi Connect system, which is a pretty cool uh, telematic system, remote park assist plus, um, and wireless. You know, Apple Play and Android Auto. I, I, I was I've been trying to find something wrong with the car, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. Uh, and the only thing that I can find that drives me nuts is that when I'm listening to a local station here in the area, WTOP FM, uh, which is the top has been the top rated FM station on the East Coast in the DC area where I live mm-hmm. for over forty five years. 
for some reason, in the middle of listening to the newscast, a voice comes on and says, you're listening live to WTOP and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm trying to hear the story. You're cutting out. It's, it's some kind of feature that is involved in the telematic system. You know, we have the advantage of driving all these cars, Dave, mm-hmm. but we have the disadvantage of only having them for a week's time. Right. So when you have two cars, which I do, you know, we're going to talk about this Audi, I'm sorry, this Alfa Romeo sitting to my left over here uh, in, in, in a couple of minutes. But you just don't have enough time to really go through the manual and, you know, go through every single feature on the screen and and study, you know, study all the, the different options that it has. You, you just don't have the time. I know. I just did so, it with a Mustang. I had a Mustang, six-speed six Recaro racing seats, 2.3, 331 horsepower. I thought a V6. It never stated that it was the four-cylinder EcoBoost. So I had to Google, you know, what the what the 2.3, 330 stood for, and it's in a four-cylinder. So you're right. Something right. as simple as that, unless it's written down to where you you pick it up, you'll never know. There's just too much on these cars. Right. So right in front of me, I have um, a lot of comprehensive information that shows that right now I have 126 miles of range. I've lost them all since I've been sitting here because the engine's running. The uh, right. motor, I'm sorry, is running. And I do have the heat on because it's quite quite chilly over here on the, uh, on the right coast. It shows that I've been um, uh, using uh, two, every, every kilowatt hour. Uh, it gives me 2.4 miles based on what I my, what my recent trend of driving um, was. I've been averaging 29 miles an hour. Well, that's not unless, uh, not unusual given the know, the Los Angeles-type uh, uh, traffic jams that we have here. Um, I can scroll through the uh, this liquid crystal display screen. I can see the phone call. I can see radio. I can see navigation. Uh, on the left part of the display cluster, on the right part of the display cluster, it shows um, you can configure that as well. But it's just a configurable display cluster, which I really, really like. The performance of this car is otherworldly. It will blow your mind in terms of, you know, you, you put your foot down into it and everybody, and just say bye-bye to the world because you're just going to blast by people like they don't even, they don't even exist. Um, you know, the zero to 60 time is like in the, in the low, low, high three second range. And it's really, um, it's really quite, quite an impressive vehicle. Uh, Dave, uh, you can go to Audi.com, mm-hmm. check it out. And again, this is not for everybody. It's just, you know, this is, this is. I don't want to say a poor man's Porsche Taycan, but you can think of it that way mm-hmm. because Taycan, they're in the same family. You know, one is uh, built by, you know, a Porsche, uh, the Volkswagen Group owns VW, Audi, uh, Bugatti, um, uh, who else? Uh, Lamborghini. I'm forgetting one brand. Volkswagen. I said Volkswagen. Um, but it's a lot of cars. And Porsche. Porsche is the car we're talking about. So you can you can go all the way up to two hundred thousand dollars and get a Taycan, or you can stick with the um, the um, Audi e-tron GT RS GT. They're all sensational vehicles. They're well built. 
well screwed together. You know, they have good warranties behind them, excellent crash ratings. They're safe cars. Uh, and I just, you know, I wish I could buy one of these. I really do. This is the kind of car that you don't want to let go back to the uh, to the um, company that brings us cars every week. Yeah. Because it's just that well done, Dave. Yeah, I, I, know, I know that feeling. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk Stelvio. You never heard of a Stelvio? Well, there's a reason right here on You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by John's Automotive Care. Go to com. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. 6267 Riverdale Street. That's his original location. Three-year, uh, three 36,000-mile warranty on any work done on your vehicle. So don't take a chance with somebody that doesn't have that. Go check out John's Automotive Care, 619-280-9315. All right, Brian's in the Alfa Romeo Stelvio. That's kind of a car. You just kind of wonder, is it coming or going? Uh, what do you think? Well, I'm trying to Alpha Stelvio right now, so give me... Give you a minute uh, or two? No, no, no. Actually, uh, just... Uh, boy, that was... Boy, that was... That was, uh, that was sweet. I'm running from one car to the other, and I'm left the keys in the other car. Oh, my God, you're so... <laughs> you need an assistant. We got to get you an assistant. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then I left the water in the other car, and of course I'm choking because I'm like, Oh my, go get your water. I, the last thing I want to do is no, 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 have no, a neighbor no, no, have no, to no. give you mouth to mouth. I know. Well, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> we ain't going I, there. I have, a neighbor, I have a neighbor. I wouldn't mind that. Bump, 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 bump. So, what is going on with Stelvio? I mean, are they going to put anything into it and make it a make it a, a signature car i mean they're getting rid of the charger they're getting rid of the the challenger um are they going to start putting efforts now into stelvio you think uh, i doubt it dave i mean you know yeah. i don't know what the story is with the alpha brand uh and quite frankly you know this this stelvio is a nice car but it's it's not competitive no it really isn't no. it's just not competitive let me let me pull up their uh their consumer website if you give give me a second sure. um, you know i like i like i've always liked alfa romeo cars they're you know it's, it's just something about them that's just sexy they're, they're sexy italian mm-hmm. cars mm-hmm. i remember i remember back uh to my college days when i had a chance even at my prodigious height to uh drive an alfa romeo spider mm. it was probably like a 19 um well, this was after my college days because it was like an 88 or 89 Spider, right. which had the, um, you know, the sexy convertible and, yeah. you know, the, the, the five-speed transmission. Just an absolutely stunning, good-looking car. Not the safest car in the world because it was a small convertible. Right. But just an, an absolutely gorgeous vehicle that, that screamed Italy and it screamed freedom on the road. Yeah. Much in the same way the MGBs and the... Spitfires and the Triumph TR6s yep. and the Fiat um, 124 Spiders did back in the day, you know, before airbags and, mm. and 
uh, a lot of different safety features, you know, have kind of you know, changed the whole outlook for. And back, you know, when quite frankly, when convertibles were far more popular, how many convertibles are available in the market these days? Not a, not a, heck, not a whole lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mercedes has stuck to the convertible, BMW, BMW, Ford, uh, Ford Mustang, different, not the same, Ford. not in the same, not in the same market, but a convertible. Right. And doesn't, and this does not have the same safety features no. because it's still all these years later, doesn't have rollover protection. Oh, yeah. There are no built in at the self, there are no built in or pop up uh-huh. roll bars on the Mustang and on the, uh, the leaked, yeah. uh, Chevy Camaro. I mean, you know, Chrysler used to build a convertible with their uh, 200 or whatever they called it. And uh, then the Sebring. Remember the Sebrings? That's that's what, uh, yeah, the Sebring. And uh, let's see, as far as uh, Lexus has a convertible, Infinity, I'm not sure they still make their convertible. Yeah. So the, the, the point is, is yeah. that it's it's a rare breed. If you want a drop top, you got to spend a lot. Corvette, you know, so it's one of the best drop tops out there. Then Porsche, and you know. Lamborghini, our Audi, everybody has a drop top right. uh, when, when you want to spend a whole lot of money. So, you know, from a um, back in the day, the Alpha was, was a great choice. It had a, a sweet sounding twin cam uh, motor, sweet shifting transmission that was mm-hmm. the stick was kind of high up on the center dash. It was just a great car. Yeah. But, you know, then they came out with the 164. Yeah. And you know that was you know on the um, the Alfa Romeo they had another one that was kind of uh, odd looking I forgot the name of that one before the 164 what was it called oh, I'm trying to think but I I, I know I know what you mean I mean that's and they come with a racing heritage that would curl okay. your hair and I mean they have a Formula One heritage now yes and it's so, just I, mean, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, you know, they they let's go through the lineup of of what, uh, what sure. they offer. They offer the Stelvio, which is their you know the the model that I'm in, the Julia, which is a um, uh, performance sedan, the Stelvio Quadrifoglio. Well, you know, why you would want to put a an Irish uh, you know <laughs> uh, clover on on, a, on an Italian car is a little beyond me, but it, it is what it is. The Julia Quadrifoglio, which is you know perhaps one of my favorite cars out there in terms of just pure driving performance. That one is screwed together right. Right. So it has little still has little features about it that um leave a little to be desired. But if you just want some pure driving enjoyment, that Julia Quadrifolio is, is something to be uh to be considered. And then to the uh, Tonali, which is uh their newest uh 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 sport utility and it's going to be available in the spring of next year, and it's an electric sport utility vehicle. So Alpha even is going towards electric. But as far as this um, the Stelvio, and again, I'm in a performance model. I'm in the Stelvio Estima, Estrema all-wheel drive, and they say it's the most powerful uh, engine in its class. It's got a uh, two-liter uh Turbo four that really performs nicely. You don't think it's a two liter because it does scoop down the road pretty uh, with, with pretty good uh, precision. Um, two hundred eighty horsepower, three hundred six pound feet of torque, one hundred forty four miles an hour is the top speed. They also claim that those three stats is best in class. Mm-hmm. I've got the Q four all wheel drive system, and it it handles well. It it handles well. 
the, the problem that I have is that, you know, when you sit inside, it's kind of a, an ergonomic mismatch of, of, of different things. And I don't want to, well, first of all, the steering wheel. When I adjust the steering wheel so I can get my long butt up in this car and, and sit behind the wheel, I cannot see. There's there's only a um, – oh, there we go. Uh, I, I, let me let me retract it. I, I, for some reason, the last couple of times, I couldn't operate the up and down uh, portion of the uh, steering brake, but now I can. So let me, let me scratch that. But you have uh, traditional gauges in front of you, which I like. I like – uh, traditional needle needle gauges, so I, I don't really have a, a problem with that. They're backlit with LED lighting; they look great. Uh, the real problem I have is, you know, the steering wheel starts the, the start stop button for the car is on the steering wheel, and I would prefer that it's not on the steering wheel, only because when I park the car, sometimes the button is the, the button is always in a different position. And I know if I was driving a car every day, I would just say, okay, just look down and figure out where the button is. But mm -hmm. I find it a little annoying that the button is upside down sometimes and it's at six o'clock one day and nine o'clock the other day. And mm. I just find, I just find it a little bit irritating because it's there on the steering wheel. Yeah. And then you have these, uh, you have these steering wheel paddle shifters, which work well, but they're massive. They've got to be you know, six inches long. <laughs> And they're and they're cold. They're real uh, aluminum, and like right now, they feel like icebergs in the car. Wow! It's, you know, it's really it's yeah. 30, 30, 30 degrees around here. So, so are the paddles? Two bucks Are the paddles attached to the steering column, or are they attached to the they, wheel? They're attached to the column. See, I like that. I like that. Do you like that, or do you like it on the wheel? I, I like them attached to the column, but the problem because any anywhere you go, you can um, well the, the, when they're attached to the wheel, actually I like them better attached to the wheel because no matter where you are, you can you can hit them. Because when I'm right now, if I'm turning the wheel uh, forty five degrees to the right, I you know I have to really reach out and um, to to pull that paddle with my finger. Even as I, big I, as it is, even as big as it is, I think that's why they did that. I can't downshift. I can only upshift. And uh, it's the opposite. If I go to the left, I can only up. I can only downshift. Gotcha. I can't upshift. Right. And the problem with the pedals being static like that is that when you're a big-handed guy and you're you're rowing through the curves, yeah. my knuckles my knuckles make contact with these metal steering um, paddles every time. So if, if I'm if I'm grabbing the wheel at nine and three. With my thumbs locked inside the little loops that are designed on the steering wheel to put your thumbs in, okay, my knuckles hit these metal columns, these metal pedals, and quite frankly, if I was doing some performance driving, I'd have some really, I'd have knuckles in real bad shape. So um, maybe move them back like a quarter of an inch. Uh, I prefer them on the wheel. Everybody has their taste, but from a safety perspective, I'd rather be able to you know, just go back and and ship down while I have the car turning. But you can all you can always ship with the uh, with the manual with with the automatic lever on the us uh, on the on the dash. The biggest complaint I have about this car is the telematic screen on the center dash. Mm -hmm. This thing is tiny. It it can't be more than than six inches 
across. It's just a little, it says 8.8 inches, but it looks like it's six inches because it's just, it's just tiny. Yeah. It's 8.8 inches across. It can't be more than five inches high and it's just outdated. I mean, if this was a 19, you know, if this was a 2000, uh, one yeah. Alfa Romeo with the screen, I'd be like, "Wow, it's a great screen." Because in two thousand one, you know, screen yeah. technology was, and it's not, it's not OLED. It has very low resolution. Yeah, it's hard to try to figure out. Like I was trying to figure out where the uh, phone. It's just hard to to navigate through the the menus very quickly. And down below, you have one USB port right in front of you, next to a lighter. Uh, a cigarette, um, a 12 volt plug, which is great, but you know, give me more than one USB port. You know, I'm, I'm looking in the uh, center console here, and I've got two USB ports. I've got USB C and USB B and an aux port. But the problem is, is that it's you know, it's it's kind of far back. And it's also where the uh, T wireless charging port is, and that's that's a great place to have it because you just drop it right into your slot. And, uh, you know, you're, it's just, uh, as soon as I dropped it in, it says your wireless phone is being charged, which is great. And, of course, you can connect to Apple AirPlay or Android Auto. Mm-hmm. Um, the materials inside are, are high quality. It's, uh, the stitching on the seats is great. Beautiful. And I do mean beautiful, Audi-like beautiful mm-hmm. carbon fiber on the center console, on the dash, uh, on the door cards. It's just it's just really quite impressive looking. And you have metal Harman Kardon grills, which look great. Uh, you've got a full panoramic glass moonroof above you, high quality headliner material. The uh, The map lights are, are weak. They, they're little LED spotlights. It's hard to get any real illumination in the car. So I'm in the car with the with my flashlight on my iPhone on so I can look around quickly and identify things because the interior lighting just doesn't give much um you know, much illumination, and there's no overhead light because of the glass panoramic, um, you know, moonroof. So it's a combination of really cool things and things that are not so cool. And I'm just trying to figure out, are they going to invest money into this nameplate, which should be their top of the line? Alpha should be top of the line for the Stellantis brand, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the United States because they don't carry some of the other, you know, they don't have uh, some of the other uh, brands that they carry overseas here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with them, with the demise of the internal combustion engine charger and challenger, you know, why not spend a couple of billion and, and really bring this brand around? Yeah. I think people are excited about it. People know the name. It's not, it doesn't, suffer from a lack yeah. of name recognition yeah it, it doesn't lack it doesn't really lack anything but a little investment you know from the alpha corporation i mean you've got alpha enthused fans and i think they would love to see it hey let's take one more break you want to just yeah. kind of do a bs recap or do you have you got another vehicle your choice. No, no, no. We can just, we can talk about. Uh, I'll finish with the alpha. Oh, okay. We can talk about a couple of other things that I've that I've, I've done recently. All right, let's do it. Hold on, folks. You are listening to the You Auto News Show right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to the You Auto News Show right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. 
This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, another Napa Auto Care AAA ASC certified shop where your guarantee is good for three years, 36,000 miles from bumper to bumper, coast to coast. 3909 Convoy Street, 858-560-9131. Give Dave a call, make an appointment, you'll be satisfied. Collision Dock, Kearney Mesa, that's 3885 Convoy Street, same complex. Got a little body damage and you want somebody that's uh, recommended by the Insurance Institute, check them out. That is Collision Doc in Kearney Mesa. All right, we got Brian Armstead hanging with me today. We don't ever seem to get enough airtime. Uh, Brian's on the East Coast, and he's been doing this just about, I think he's actually been doing it longer than I've been doing it. I started a little late in life. He's on the Nactoy jury, which is very prestigious. He, the only downside, he never stays home long enough to water his grass. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man. You hit the nail on the hood. Yeah, I know. I'm still, I'm still dealing with damage in the house from the flood, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get it done. Yeah. Um, I wanted to wrap up with the Stelvio. First of all, the my model is the Estrema, which don't know what Estrema means in Italian, but it's a $7,800 package, which includes a lot of the carbon fiber goodies that on the outside of the car, like exterior mirrors, has an active suspension. The B Scuderio, if I can't see it quite properly, Ducto grill, a streamer badge, uh, black badging, gloss black calipers with white script. They look great. Uh, carbon fiber interior trim. So I guess that beautiful carbon fiber is part of the uh, streamer package. Sport leather seats, blah, blah, blah. $7,800 brings the total to $61,580. Then I looked at the uh, performance figures for the uh, Quadrifolio, the Stelvio Quadrifolio. And I forgot, Dave. Quite frankly, I you know I don't get a I don't spend a lot of time in Alpha cars. I've never been invited on a press launch, so I don't necessarily have them at the forefront of my mind because right. I just I just don't have enough experience with the products. Yeah. I've forgotten that the Stelvio Quadrifolio has the same 2.9 liter twin turbo V6 that the Julia Quadrifolio has, mm-hmm. and that that motor is they call it undoubtedly italian and i have to agree 505 horsepower mm-hmm. 443 pound feet of torque they claim it's the fastest sport utility available in the u.s i don't doubt that claim at all 176 miles an hour 3.6 zero to 60 time that is electric car propulsion dave mm-hmm. that's faster than that beautiful red audi uh, e-tron rsgt that's parked right beside me here, and it's just one heck of a of a uh, of a power plant. It's got an eight speed automatic transmission. The interior uh, looks a lot better to me. I don't know, maybe it's the same, but I guess because you spend money, I think it's 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 a better looking interior. <laughs> but, um, it's got a it's got all kinds of high performance, you know, uh, features in it. So if you want all out performance, yeah, the interior is, is the same. Except it has a uh, race mode and different uh, drive modes that you can select here uh, on the center console. Um, you know, so go to Alpha Romeo, Alpha Romeo USA.com and you can kind of check out everything that they do. I'm rooting for the brand because Me too. I've always loved Alphas. Yeah. You know, I, I, 
I thought about adding uh, the Spider to my collection, but it just doesn't make sense because yeah. it's a small car. You and don't the world fit. Of Cadillac, <laughs> I know I do fit. Do you I really? Fit, believe it or not. Yeah, I wouldn't want to drive it from here to New York, but I put some, <laughs> some nice little jaunts around the uh, around the Maryland area. Yeah, yeah. It would be a great little weekend car. Yeah. But it's just it's just not safe. Um, and I'm, we're talking about 1986 to 89 car folks. I'm not talking about the current Alpha. Right, right, it's right. Just not, it's just not a car that can compete with the, the Lexus LX570s and the Cadillac Escalades and the Hummer EVs of the world. Right. Imagine getting hit by a Hummer <laughs> EV in a, in a small uh, con- convertible. No, oh, just... No. Not you're not. You're not going to. You're not going to be alive to tell the story. No, there'll be no survival there. None whatsoever. So don't so don't anyway. don't ask for trouble. Don't I, ask for trouble. Yeah. Yep. See, I'm like you too. I mean, everybody says, "Man, what well, don't you? What well, you know? If I was going to have a convertible, I'd look stupid in it because I'd have a five point roll cage, and, yes. and and it just doesn't look right in a convertible, especially if you have to. Your passenger has to squeeze through the bars. Well, my uh, my Volvo C70 convertible that I used to have, and the only reason I sold it is because it just didn't have enough legroom, and I ended up buying the Mercedes SL AMG convertible. Uh, but it was the only one out there, and probably uh, they don't make it anymore. But it had side door mounted airbags yeah. in the car. Yeah, first my Mercedes doesn't even have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it's got. They both have uh, rollover protection systems. That they, it was called ropes R O P S in the yep. Volvo, where you had these two hoops that would spring up in the back. Yeah, my yep. SL has a big bar that pops up in microseconds if it senses. That you're over. You know, wheel, the wheel, yeah, if the wheel lifts too far off the ground, you're that, going. That bar's, pop, that bar's popping up, and it's held in place by a very powerful spring system. So if the solenoid senses that it's, it's uh, passing uh, the limit, that spring releases, and it maybe fires up and locks into place, and you can go dancing down the road upside down and still keep your head still, in the back. Still, hey, you know, I, I, I just was watching Meekum the other day. 500 SL convertibles in the 80s and 90s, 90s, up to $15,000. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. bought, couldn't Pretty believe good. it. In fact, I'm going to go to Barrett. Yeah. I'm going to go to Barrett in January again. I went last January. I'm going to go again this year. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're cheap because, you know, they're expensive to maintain. You yeah, know, if you buy they really Mercedes, are. If, if, if you buy a European car, come on. Right. Alpha, yeah. Volkswagen. BMW. You know, BMW, Rovers, pay more money. Yeah. Oh, forget it. We're not even talking about <laughs> problem children like, you know, no. uh, Rovers. But, hey, you know, I went to Spain. I drove the new Range Rover Sport. Oh, yeah, that's right. I great, I got great news to share. Uh, Rover, Range Rover is now starting to integrate SOTA updates, software uh, over the air updates. Folks, what it means is that, you you know, you're, you're driving a a, a connected car. Yeah, you don't it's have to go to the dealer for an update. It's got two. Yeah, it's got two antennas on the roof. It, it talks to really? the uh, to Range Rover to their their engineers monitor. They, and you have to opt in before, right? You know, anybody loses their mind, you have yeah, to opt yeah, yeah. in. To, yeah, you know, you can't. They're not just going to follow you around the U.S. or the U.K. unless you say, "I want you to follow me around. Right. I want you to monitor my car." Right. If I have a system, basically what the engineers told me, if, this, if they see a group of Range Rovers that have a specific problem, they will, if, you're, if you've opted in 
they will flash it for you. Really? A lot of great stuff coming. I hear the uh, closing music yep. coming up, Dave. Good talking to you. Hey, you, man. Yeah. another. Thank you, as always. Yep. Another rocket hour. I swear. That went so fast. Yeah, I get that. Fast. That was very fast, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, go have Thanks fun in that day. Stelvio. No, man. I'm going to watch some NFL and then eat some some, some chicken and broccoli. I'm oh, tired. man. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, buddy. You take care. We'll talk to you later. This is... You ought to know right here on FM 961 AM 1178. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.